Scene one, Apple, take one. Welcome to Oops Cobb is Smoking, another Saturday, happy weekend. And today we have a very, very special guest. He was on a little, little long, long time ago, a long, long time ago, but he is coming back to grace us with his presence. We have Joe from the Hippie Speedball Podcast coming on. But before we get to him, we just got to make a couple of announcements real quick. We have just partnered, partnered up with uh, Chill Frog CBD. So go to chillfrogcbd.com and use the promo code OOPS30, all caps, to get 30% off of your order. All you CBD users out there, go get yourself a little discount courtesy of your boy. And live Wednesday, November 17th at 10 p.m., I will be a guest star on Live in the Smoke Break with Sonic Boone. He was a guest on my show not too long ago. Man, you and I will be returning the favor. So go ahead and check us out on that uh, YouTube, Twitch, and Facebook. So without further ado, let's get a guest onto the show, the most important person of the day. And here he is. What's <laughs> Joe, up? what's going on, Hello, buddy? Beautiful oops, caught me smoking world. It is good to be here. What is up, Dan, my man? How you doing, buddy? <laughs> oh, it's hanging in there, dude. We're we're growing. Growing as we can, as fast as we possibly can. <laughs> yeah, you are. Yeah, you are. He's being modest. Uh, oh, oh, uh, right here, this way. No, this way. Yeah, he's being modest. This guy right here. He's being super, super modest. He's he's killing it. He he's killing it. He's he's doing really fucking well. So, and it's really seeing my podcast fam. Like you know, like we were we've been on this journey together for such a long time, and to see mm-hmm. you. Jerry and myself to see us grow in the way we are, dude. It's just, it's making me so happy, bro. Congratulations, dude. Keep on that fucking grind. Awesome. Awesome. You're not doing too bad yourself. I'm, so I'm over doing on okay. Instagram, you're kind of okay. popping over there too. So not, no, not to I'm, toot I'm my horn, okay. but toot your own horn a little bit. <laughs> I, I, I try to remain humble, you know, I, I try to, you know, and, and by boosting others that boosts myself up, you know, that's the way we work. Forget about it. You know, <laughs> that's, that's right. That's right. Always try to support other people, especially your fam out there, especially Jerry and blaze out there killing it. He is just, his podcast mm-hmm. has reached over 3.3 million people. So that guy, speaking of killing it, I already called dibs on the Jamie job. So, <laughs> Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I already got dibs on that cool. job, guys. So sorry. I'll just, <laughs> but anyways, I'll just, be, I'll just be that energetic friend that you just keep around and stuff like that. So I'm cool <laughs> with that, you know. <laughs> awesome. awesome. But yeah. Anyways, uh, go ahead, take a couple minutes and tell these people about your podcast and when they can find you, bro. Yeah, sounds good. So uh, thanks for having me. Of course, uh, I am Joe from the Hippie Speedball Podcast. Uh, it's basically a cannabis culture show. So the element of the podcast is, uh, you know, so a hippie speedball is coffee and cannabis. And if you ever, uh, you know, that feeling whenever you're smoking a bowl, having a cup of coffee with a really cool person, then you end up learning a whole bunch of shit you didn't even realize you wanted to know. 
that is the Hippie Speedball Podcast. And, uh, you know, there's lots of uh, lots of people from all around, musicians, uh, you know, activists, uh, actress, a- actors, actresses, you know, just uh, trying to get everybody to kind of be that bridge between the cannabis community and really the rest of the world. So, you know, just try to be that person to say like, hey, we're uh, we're not all just a bunch of dumb stoners. We have a lot of cool shit to talk about. And that's what I like to emphasize on the Hippie Speedball Podcast. So right. thanks again for having me, bro. It's really good to be back on. Oh, not a problem, dude. Glad to have you. And to all you people out there, yes, we are not just lazy stoners. We are productive stoners, and we do this all the time. Yeah. <laughs> it's an yeah. everyday I, event. <laughs> I have more energy when I smoke, actually, believe it or not. like I, That boosts my productivity. It boosts my actual energy. A lot of people think it kind of brings you down, but I have a freakish amount of energy whenever I'm getting stoned. If I'm not smoking, <laughs> I go to bed super early. I don't know oh, if it's wow. just because I'm bored or if I'm genuinely tired. I can't really tell yet, but either way, I have a lot more energy when I smoke. And I like to, you know, like you said, just show that we're not just a bunch of dumb potheads. You know, we we have a lot of cool shit to talk about and some really, really interesting things and things you might actually pull from. You never know. Right, exactly. Like some of the most peop- interesting people I have ever had the presence of talking to was a v- were very, very big stoners. And some yeah. of it made sense. A lot of it made sense. And some of it was just like, all right, dude, come on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We all have those moments, right? Yeah. We, we all, we all have freaking, we all have those moments. Definitely. Yeah, exactly. Nick Mulally tuning in. Thank you, sir. He says, THCV hey, is great for energy. Yes. Yes, it C-H-C-V. is, sir. THCV. Oh, yes. I don't think I'm nice. I don't yeah. think I've actually, what's, I don't think I've heard of THCV. What's THCV? It's a, it's one of the cannabis cannabinoids that was found into, in a, full spectrum like anything that's full spectrum you probably smoked it before so anything oh, yeah. that's full spectrum you've had a uh, sativa is very very good it's very high in thcv so okay 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 nice nice i actually i've never heard i mean i've mean, I've never heard of a thcv i know there's like all the different other cannabinoids and stuff but that shit is growing so much like i've had oh. a hard time keeping up with it especially like the terpene wheel is just growing bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's getting hard to keep up with, but yeah, there is a bunch of CBD stuff out there. There's CBDA, CBDG, CBD V, CBD. I don't know. There's a bunch of CBDs out there that do different stuff, and yeah. it's it's great. So speaking of CBD, if you guys haven't, if you guys just tuning in, get that little clicker down low, that little ticker down low. You get your little promo code at CBD Frog, CBD Chill Frog dot com. There we go. Wherever it's at. We're windshield wipers. Let's move wherever it's at. <laughs> That's right. Help support the show. But yeah, anyways, anyways, dude, out out in Oregon. So you're you are putting Michigan to shame. That state has put Michigan to shame with legalizing uh like drugs and like psychedelics are legal out, out there. Am I correct? Uh yeah. So it's uh it, it got passed. It's not, it's uh to my knowledge, it's not like really started yet, but it's gonna be a little different than the rec cannabis that we got going yeah. on because the uh the health authority is actually gonna be running the psilocybin market. Uh so uh the cannabis market is run by the Oregon Liquor Control Commission, uh the OLCC for short, and they're the same ones that control booze. None of us get it, it doesn't make any fucking sense at all uh why the liquor people are controlling cannabis you know i'm I'm really i'm really jealous of uh nevada because nevada has like a chamber of cannabis like Mm -hmm. and they have different like regulatory things and it's a little bit of a different kind of feel i want something more like that but uh the the psilocybin right now is going to be run through the oha and i think it's going to be 
like really kind of popping off in the next couple of years. I think it's going to take them a couple of years to get things rolling with it because, uh, you know, since psilocybin's proven to be really effective for PTSD and it's a uh, depression, anxiety, all these different uh, things, they're uh, going to take more of like a medicinal approach for it. And okay. um, as far as the all other drugs thing uh, goes, <laughs> man, man, that's been a pain in the ass, bro. Yeah, that's been a pain in the ass because I get it. I get it. You know, and I, at, at first, like, you know, it's it's uh, it, OK. So I get the logic and the and the love behind it, because you, mm-hmm. if you have someone with a drug problem, throwing them in a jail cell is not going to help. It's, it's easier it's, to get high in jail than it is to get high on the street. Yeah, it's 10 times easier to get drugs in prison than it is on the road. (laughs) And so the concept of putting someone in a treatment program really, really is beneficial in my eyes. And I I see it. But then there's also this flip side to it, to where now people aren't doing anything about it. Like, I mean, like, and there's like, there's literally like someone that was in my apartment complex shooting up in their fucking car. And one of the neighbors... One of the neighbors fucking uh, called the cops or like, you know, like called somebody about it. And they said, there's literally nothing we can do. Like, like they're basically saying, just take care of it yourself, which I'm all for that. That's fine. But I don't want to get in <laughs> trouble when I do. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. I don't want to be uh, accosted by another police officer. Yeah, after he does, comes does anybody else here? Admiral Akbar at the point of second. It's a trap. Like it's that's the first right. thing I'm thinking of. <laughs> Feels like a fucking trap. Feels like you're not going to do anything, but then if I do it, I'm going to go to jail. What the fuck? Like, yeah, what, exactly. what's going to happen here? Yeah. You know, and, and, and I can see both. I can see the uh, the reason behind it, but there's been a lot of people taking advantage of that whole, um, you know, the decriminalization of a lot of different uh, drugs because it's not legal. You know, it's not like you can go buy again, you know, every kind of drug that you want, but right. it makes it so it's kind of, it's not like automatic jail time, basically. Right. Like, you know, and, and I don't, I don't know all the stuff behind it. I think it's kind of like a, uh, like a three strike kind of thing, you know, where it's mm-hmm. like you, you get caught with it once, then it's kind of like a slap on the wrist and a treatment program twice treatment program. And I think maybe the third time you do a little time for it. I, I'm not a hundred percent sure, but I know they're taking advantage of it. I do know that. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Like here, here in Michigan, like we, all we have is, uh, is marijuana is just recreational and medical. That's it. It's just marijuana. But you do see, I'm not going to, I'm going to keep chain names out of the, out of the, the conversation just to protect myself. But yeah. there are people that at like local drugstores that they go into the bathroom and they'll shoot up in the drugstore. Mm. And like, like some of them like OD, and they've died right there and right there in the drugstore bathroom. And it's, it's sad to see that people actually go that route. And mm-hmm. it's, I just hope people, I just hope what Oregon is doing, it kind of pushes people in the right direction to get, yeah. to seek help, not to yeah. take advantage, but to seek help and get their exactly. lives back on track. Yeah. Yeah. And when, when you have stuff like this, that comes out, you're always going to have people that take advantage, but there's always going to be people that it helps too. So mm-hmm. I'm not, I'm not saying it's like some crazy, you know, it's not like an outdoor crack house around here, but I mean, there's people taking advantage of it, but there's also a lot of people that do need the help because when it comes to just throwing someone in jail for a drug problem, like it's just, it's putting a bandaid on it. You're not actually healing it. You know, it's mm-hmm. just, you're just like saying, okay, we're just going to stop the bleeding for right now. You know, and then it, it just can end up making it worse. And also that, you know, if you have a drug problem and you end up going to jail for it, that your life is never going to be the same because now you have a record. 
now you have this other thing that you have to explain to people. You know, it's like you have to you have this whole other dilemma. And that's a really hard hole to get out of. It's very hard. You know, it's like you you let you, you like, let's say someone loses their job. Then they end up losing their home. Now they have to stay out all night. They end up, uh, you know, freaking getting robbed one night. Then someone's like, hey, if you just sniff this, you'll be able to be up for more hours, be able to protect yourself a little more. Boom. And then they could get end up hooking up on meth or they could mm-hmm. uh, end up stealing to eat. And then boom, now they have a shoplifting charge. Like, you know, and then they could end up getting caught for that. There's a there's all different ways that you could just spiral down this rabbit hole. You know, and right. getting to the source of it is definitely a solution, but you're always going to have people that take advantage of it, unfortunately. But yeah, you know, it'll yep. happen everywhere with every sort of system. Yeah, you're always going to have the tails. You're never going to have two two heads at the same time. You're always going to have the tails. So we're doing well put. Comment coming in. Uh, do you guys have homegrown? Uh, PA reps are trying to say that possible mercury in the soil makes it dangerous. Hmm. I've never heard that. Uh, we do have homegrown here. There are licensed caregivers that you can mm-hmm. sign up with, and but you would only be able to get your the marijuana through them um, and dispensaries, I guess. I think you can go to dispensaries, too, if you're also going through a caregiver. But, yeah, we do have homegrown uh, caregivers out here. And to be honest with you, the homegrown stuff is way better. As long as they're licensed, it's okay mm-hmm. to buy from them. But it's 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 way better. And the dispensaries are okay, to be honest with you. But I've never heard anything about mercury in the soil. Uh, Neither. I never yeah. heard anything about that either. We have lots of home grow out here. I mean, that's 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 kind of Oregon's history. You know, it's like we we de, uh, we decriminalized in the 70s. And then we uh, we were the first state in the United States to decriminalize cannabis. And um, and then Oregon got medical. And I think it was like in the. 80s or 90s something like that it was and, really early, um, yeah. yeah it was really early Oregon's really always been kind of like ahead of the game when it comes to cannabis and a big reason of that is because of the history behind Oregon uh whenever all the hippies kind of flocked up here after the 60s were over because um uh, a lot of the you know after San Francisco kind of became more populated and stuff like that a lot of the hippies that were there originally went north and so yeah. a lot of them went to northern California southern Oregon Oddly enough, known for growing the best weed in the United States is that region right there, Northern California and Southern Oregon. And so uh, that's kind of how it became. And then you think of it, you have the 60s, all these hippies move up. And then by the 70s, cannabis is decriminalized. So like, you know, it it happened pretty fucking quick. And then we can't lock all these people up. Come on. Yeah, (laughs) there's just too many of them. We get sales in time. They win. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And so, uh, yeah, we've always kind of been ahead of the game on that. As far as, yeah, mercury in the soil, I've never heard anything about that. And home grows, like I said, have always been a thing, especially with with, uh, caregivers and medical patients, too. I mean, that's kind of like a a thing. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, Just, yeah, like his comment said, is it's a a BS excuse to keep corporate profits up from disposing GPs. I get that. Um, Yeah, that's that's kind of a little scare tactic there because mercury is nothing to play with, really. Like, yeah, like people like back in the way back in the days they used to use it for tooth fillings 
And then people started going senile and crazy over it. So mm-hmm. I stopped yeah. doing that. But yeah, I just see it as a typical scare tactic. I wouldn't worry too much about it, to be honest with you. Yeah, that, that does seem like that would be something that would be used as kind of like a propaganda stare, like scare tactic tool. Because also, I think the, I think the government or I think somebody is up to something preparing for federal legalization. And this might be mm-hmm. a conspiracy, but I have, a, I have an eye for patterns and timelines, you know? And mm-hmm. I noticed that, have you noticed how many of our Instagram homies are just getting blocked, just getting cut down? Like, it's crazy. Yes. Like, it, it's insane. All, like, for those that don't know, Instagram is slaughtering cannabis content people. Like, I mean, they are just chopping them down left <laughs> and right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yep. Have you, have you, have you been freaking taken down too? Uh, they won't, I can't even upload my podcast onto Instagram anymore. Are you serious? I used to be able to upload my entire podcast onto IGTV and now it's I it won't let me. Like That's IGTV funny. is like not even a thing on my Instagram anymore. <laughs> so mm. yeah, I, I don't uh, know. And it's and so they've been chopping them down and then simultaneously while all of these, you know, these these kind of like voices in cannabis who have been kind of been there for a long time are getting I guess you could say silenced and getting thrown out. At the simultaneously, the DEA just made an announcement saying that they encourage like production of psilocybin and cannabis for FDA research. And I'm like, wait, 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 wait. Hold so, on. Yeah. I'm like, so you're gonna go ahead and shut up all of our homies and all of the people that have been fighting this battle, and then you're gonna be like, hey, go ahead and grow this so we can do research on it and then we can control it. So there needs to be more of us that are like, fuck you. No. Yeah. Like, you know, it's like we need to, like, stop this corporate bullshit from cannabis that's going to be taking over. And right. it, it seems like so many people are just like, just so cool with it, you know, sorry for my language. But yeah. yeah. Oh, no, it's typically fine. We're well past the 10 minute mark. So it's good. <laughs> so, OK, <it's>, cool. <laughs> yeah, it's a uh, it when yeah when corporate gets a hold of it, like here in Midland, like the, the city that I live in, in Midland, Michigan, like there is they're not allowing any cannabis mm. industries here, like any uh, dispensaries or anything like that to open up here because right down the road is Dow. And guess what Dow is planning on doing? Taking mm-hmm. over the cannabis industry. So as soon as Dow gets their hands on it, then Bill is going to be like, okay, come get some cannabis. Come get some of this. Come give some of that. Come give them some of that. And then I think once corporate America gets a hold of like the marijuana thing, it's just going to be like cigarettes. You're going to get very little THC and you're going to be able to go to the store and buy a pack of joints that are not going to get you high. You're going to get a little head buzz just like nicotine does to you. And then all of us are going to be forced back into the underground because we're, you know, it's like, no, we're not going to fucking put up with that shit. Right. Well, hopefully that doesn't happen, but (laughs) but I can't, I can't see more of us need to stand up to it though, for sure. Like more people need to be like, Hey, enough is enough with this sort of stuff. Like there's a, there's a company here in Oregon that's bought up a bunch of dispensary chains and they haven't renamed them. They're literally just monopolizing dispensary chains. Like, and they, they, they own several major chains here in Oregon. I reached out to them to come on the podcast, but they haven't reached back out to me. So. (laughs) <laughs> we'll see if they do let me know name, those uh those here in oregon that work in the cannabis industry they know exactly who i'm talking about 
Uh, nice, nice. <laughs> little, yeah. sh- little call out there. Yeah, if you ever get those people on your podcast, let me know. I might want to jump on for a little bit. <laughs> oh, I will totally send them your way for sure. This is what uh, we need to do, man. Because yeah. we're podcast, Cloud Chronicles, Hippie Speedball, a couple others out there are really like uh, a, we've we've kind of like created our own niche, like in the cannabis realm, which is really cool because most cannabis podcasts that you hear, it's just all industry products, like stuff like that. Mm-hmm. We were able to kind of like be that group that brings people on to kind of, like I said, be that bridge between cannabis and the rest of the world. That's exactly what your podcast is. Cloud Chronicles, Hippie Speedball, we're kind of like that bridge. So I feel like our show is where those conversations need to happen. You right. know, like, you know, our shows are the ones where if it's like, you know, it's like, uh, like people need to have that sort of, you know, like real talk about stuff that we're all thinking, but maybe people are too afraid to talk about, you know? Right. Here, Nick Malati tuning in again. Uh, I've actually noticed that a lot of corporate GPs are using PGRs to juice THC content, but it doesn't actually make medicating more effect infectious. Healthy plants shouldn't have moon rock percentages. Yeah, uh, yeah, I do see a lot of those moon rocks coming in. I did see an article about this. Um, I didn't. I don't know how true it is, but they about PGRs um, enhancing marijuana just to make it look pretty. Um, I've I've asked some people around. I've asked around about it, and some people tell me that it's true. Some people tell me that it's a bunch of BS. And most people that tell me that it's a bunch of BS, I kind of lean towards them because they're in the cannabis industry. They work mm-hmm. at like grow farms or uh, dispensaries or something like that. But they could also be feeding me BS because they don't want me to know their secret, knowing right. who I am. So <laughs> it's like, so, who do you trust, man? Who watches right. the Watchmen? <laughs> right, exactly. So, yeah, um, yeah, I would be on the lookout for the PGRs. And for all that stuff to make their your buds look a little bit pretty, but mm-hmm. who knows? I don't know if a jar, if it was some weed sits in a jar for about a month, it's not going to be pretty. So yeah, no, definitely not, definitely not. And there needs to uh, like uh, I'm glad you mentioned that because there's also something that kind of is like needs to be talked about in the cannabis realm of like what to do with all of this weed whenever it's been so far past its harvest date. Like I've gotten I've gone to dispensaries where they have like deals on joints. And then I'll get the joint, and then it's like it's like from a harvest of like a year and a half ago, and I'm like, "What the fuck, man?" Dust. <laughs> it's dust. <laughs> I know. I know exactly. I'm smoking green weed dust. Is all it mm-hmm. is. And it know? tastes like crap because it's been sitting in a paper for a month and a half. Yeah, yeah. You might as well just give me the residue from a vaporizer at that. Point. Right. Exactly. You know? <laughs> right. Just yeah, just rip the filter out of the out of the cart and just throw it at me. Exactly. Be like, here, smoke that. Or like, here's your flakes, you punk bitch. <laughs> <laughs> exactly yeah. exactly yeah for sure yeah i don't know i don't know i'm not too educated i don't know much about the pgrs and stuff so i can't really speak on that personally but i mean if there's stuff that just makes you know like if there's people that are just trying to you know do that kind of shady shit to make their stuff like that's just that's just not cool man like that's just that, that's just not cool it sucks because with some of the dispos here in uh here in oregon like because you know because we all have to wear masks and i'm sure it's like that in michigan still i think it's like that all over the country still um no, we don't have to wear not, masks no? here anymore nope our mask oh, mandate's really? over with yeah oh, damn it you suck dude they're making as us, long they're as making, you're, they're making us yeah. wear them here again yeah, yeah as long as you're vaccinated you don't have to wear one i i'm not vaccinated but i still don't wear one so 
Fuck yeah, bro. Don't take any guff from those goddamn swine. That's what I say. Right. Hell yeah. As, but, as what my co one of my co-hosts would say, Michael Cohen yeah. would say, that's punk rock, dude. But exactly. Hey, I say that all the time. I'm like, that's very punk rock, dude. That's hell right. yeah. Definitely. But one of the one of the shitty things is, is like when we have to go in the dispo wearing a mask, like uh, you want to be able to smell the jars and sometimes you can't. So like it, it doesn't you know, you don't can't get the same effect when you're going to buy the weed, you know, mm-hmm. luckily at mine, they don't give a fuck. They let me pull it down and give it a whiff like they don't they don't care, you know, because yeah. I'm in there for the damn time. I'm like Norm from Cheers in my dispensary. I walk I'm in same way. Like, hey, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the same way. As soon as I walk in and be like back again, like. Yeah, right. Hey, they like your show, by the way. I just want to let you know that, bud. Oh, that's nice. Well, let yeah, them know that yeah. I tell them thank you. Yeah, and shout out, yeah, shout out, freaking, uh, shout out to Khalifa. Yeah, they're they're a great, great, great dispo chain. Always have great fucking flower. Good deals. They show a lot of love to the podcast, and they uh, they were playing. Um, they would play our interview uh, in the uh, in the lobby. Nice. Yeah, yeah. So you've been you've been on the face of the lobby and the dispos, you know, people freaking literally watching us on TV right there in the pot shop. So <laughs> that's awesome. That's that's all I asked for. <laughs> it's awesome. It's, it's a, it was a really for. cool feeling. So they're they're not playing it in the they're not playing it in the lobbies anymore right now because they have like this like educational stuff that they have on the screen. Mm-hmm. But uh, they still play it over in the Khalifa Social Club. They still like to play the podcast over there. And mm-hmm. so um it was it was just be really cool because like I'd walk in and luckily I was wearing a mask because then I'd walk in and then I would see like you know like four or five people watching me on TV like and I'm just kind of like just kind of like tucked over here you know <laughs> right, right. Yeah. just I try to change my voice when I'm talking <laughs> you know <laughs> yeah I I did have a like at first I was trying to like I wonder what I'm gonna get my first moment where people are like you're the guy off of you you're the oops guy off of YouTube. But now I it happened once, and nice. it's happened. And after after it happened the first time, it happened a couple of t- more times, and now it's like an almost an everyday occurrence. And I'm That's just kind of awesome. like, damn, <laughs> you know, yeah. everybody it knows who I am now. <laughs> yeah, it it can definitely kind of bite you, man, because that same thing happened over here too. Because like it would uh, the very first time I ever got recognized by a stranger. I was actually out at breakfast with my daughter and it, it like in the fact that I was with my daughter felt so fucking cool to me because like she sees the podcasts, like she knows when I'm setting up to record, she knows like, you know, whenever uh, I'm recording and everything. And mm-hmm. so she, she sees the process of it. And we went out to breakfast one time just on a little daddy daughter date. And um, this guy, he like kind of looked at me and he was like, you look really familiar. And I'm like, have we met before? He said, no, you look like a guy that does a show. And I'm like, I was like, I do one. He's like, are you Joe from Hippie Speedball Podcast? And I'm like, yeah, that is me. He's like, bro. Just hug him. I, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah right. And then I was like, yeah, that is me. And he was like, dude, I saw you playing at the Dispo. I love your fucking show. And I'm like, that's awesome. But then I had to ask him. I was like, so we've never met before? He said, no, 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 no. I've just seen you on the podcast. I'm like, that's all you've known me just by watching me on there. I had to reassure that we've never actually met. And that's the only way he knows me from. And then uh, and then it happened a few other times like they would get a uh, like a new bud tender in the dispo. And then like they were a customer at first and they'd seen me on the freaking TV. And then they were like, they'd be like, hey, you look really familiar. Or like they'd be like, your voice sounds so familiar. That's what I get a lot. I get the voice a lot for sure. Distinguished voice. Yeah, I've been I've always been told I have a voice for radio. 
I've, I've always been told I got the face in the figure too. So the face, you had the face for radio. I've been told that a couple of times. You had the face for yeah. radio. Hey, thanks. Go eat, go eat shit, dude. <laughs> I think that's like the dad joke of the podcast realm. Yeah, you know? exactly. Like, I've always had a face for radio. <laughs> <laughs> we always kind of make you have the the Dave Chappelle white guy laugh. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah. Now I did want to dabble in a little bit because me and you are kind of working on a little something something coming up here shortly mm-hmm. i believe mm-hmm. our first episode is on monday so everybody look out for this the omg movie cast no Monday. it's today's saturday oh. okay okay yeah, yeah, yeah my bad <laughs> i got it all messed up on my day you're right it's monday not yep. tomorrow sunday <laughs> the 14th is monday the 15th <laughs> yep. exactly so yeah i'm we do have a a, a gaggle of of, of uh really interesting people uh, we have Jay Hussein on there, who's a music producer. Uh, she's amazing. I watch, I, I follow her on Spotify even before I, she was on this podcast. I knew who she was. So I was nice. like, this is amazing that she's going to be on here. And, of course, Jerry is going to be on there. So, And Woo! Phil Better, the guy that was on my last, ep- my last episode, he's going to be on oh, there. Yeah, so. Yeah, so, heck yeah. So, yeah, everyone look out for Monday. We will be having... We will be inter- or we will be reviewing the harder they fall, the Netflix original. If you haven't gone seen it, go see it and then come on over to Monday and watch us review it. It's gonna yeah. be fun. I'm so excited for that, man. Thank you so. for letting me be a, a part of that. I really appreciate it, dude. Because I'm a gigantic movie geek. I mean, right there, or yeah, right here behind my shoulder is freaking uh, I got like a bunch of gangster freaking movies. It's got like the cast from The Godfather, Goodfellas, like you know, and I got the freaking the Rebel Alliance flag above my head. And nice. so I'm giant, giant, giant movie geek. And it's funny yeah. because I'm actually starting another movie podcast with my homegirl JJ. And nice. uh, we did a couple episodes of Hippie Speedball. She was on the um, we I mean, then both episodes were about movies, actually, because we're just gigantic movie geeks. And so we're doing one where we uh, just kind of get a little buzzed and we su- choose like a different category. And then we pick a movie from that category, kind of give like a brief synopsis about it and then just mm-hmm. kind of like go over it and shit like that. Like a little bit, a little bit similar to the OMG movie cast, but a little bit more booze involved, and it's just going to be audio only and stuff. So check out, uh, be alone, lookout for Film and the Buff. That's the name of the podcast. Film and the Buff. Yeah, that's that's a good. That's a good name. Yeah, <laughs> I wish I would came up with that. JJ's name. The one really I came name. up with that. That was one hundred percent JJ. <laughs> but speaking of speaking of your gangster movie collection back there, which one of those are your favorite? Godfather, Goodfellas. Goodfellas. Okay, Goodfellas, hands down. My favorite movie of all time is Goodfellas. Oh, like okay. it's, just, it's it's in my opinion the perfect movie. Like it's got freaking it's got it's got it's got freaking elements of action. It's got comedy. It's got story. It's got mm-hmm. history. Like it's a time period piece. And there's a, there's so much. The soundtrack is unbelievable. Like and it's it's such an amazing movie. And I mean, speaking of the soundtrack, it ends with uh, Midway from Sid Vicious. Like the punk oh, rock nice. version of My Way. Like such a great freaking song. And it doesn't play on, I don't think it plays on any other movie except for Sid and Nancy, really. But wow. it's a it's a it's a great freaking Goodfellas is the number one movie of all time, in my opinion. It's like no Scarface. I love Scarface. That's like see, Al Pacino. I, Scarface. I do, I do, I do love Scarface, and I love I see I like Al Pacino more in like Donnie Brasco than I do in Scarface. Like, have you seen Donnie Brasco? No, I haven't. Dude, Donnie Brasco is amazing. It's got Al Pacino and Johnny Depp. And um, hey, Jimmy, I'm gonna go get the papers. Get the papers. That's get what's papers, up. Papers. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's awesome. 
that's awesome. Uh, yeah, so um, uh, Donnie Brasco is actually a true story, and it's about Agent Joe Pistone, and he was actually the first FBI agent to infiltrate the mob. Like, and he, like, he became so ingrained in the mob, he almost became a made man. Like, they wanted him to go make his bones so he can become a made man. And uh, they, like, the FBI had to pull him out and shit. <laughs> That's awesome. And so, um, it is underrated, isn't yes. it? Tony Brown feels yes. so good. And uh, and it's got, yeah, Al Pacino plays, um, uh, it's not, it's not Della Croce, it's, um, Rogerio. Yeah, he Rogerio. plays uh, Rogerio and who was like the one that kind of like took Donnie Brasco under his wing. And uh, it's it's really an amazing fucking movie. Johnny Depp like kills that movie, too. But oh, Star- Johnny Depp's in it. Yeah. Yeah. He plays the FBI agent. I am going to watch this as soon as we get off of here, bro. <laughs> it's all good. It's and then the, the rest of the cast is really good, too. Like the guy that plays uh, um, the guy that plays Mr. Blonde in Reservoir Dogs. Okay. Uh, he, yeah, he plays in there. Uh, yeah, a bunch of fucking other people. It's a really great movie. But Scarface is good too, man. Scarface is really good. Uh, was, seen... Go ahead. Oh, the Scarface, like that. That movie was my first uh, turn away moment when oh, I well, watched. That's... Yeah, because when the chainsaw was going into a set, and like, and it was brilliant because it didn't actually show the chainsaw going into this head. It just saw you just. So heard the noise and then mm-hmm. the blood trickling out and then his eyes going crazy and it was brilliant the way he the way it was pulled off back in the well, like, they, I think when they put Tony Montana's neck in the chain like when they choked him with the chain and made him watch it and stuff like that like mm-hmm. that's a freaking scene see I think I ruined Scarface for myself because I had played Grand Theft Auto Vice City before I even watched Scarface and there's so many elements of uh, Grand Theft Auto Vice City that are in there Harvey Keitel Harvey Harvey Keitel? Hmm. I don't know. Uh, oh, well, Mr. Blonde. No, Harvey Keitel, wasn't he Mr. Isn't he Mr. White? Mr. White, I believe. Yeah, I think he was Mr. White. Mr. Blonde was uh Michael Madsen. I think that was the actor's name. Oh, yep, yep, you're right. Yep. Yeah, I think that was Michael Madsen. I, I I'm not 100 percent sure. I've been it's been a while since I've seen Reservoir Dogs. But anyway, Michael Madsen was on Donnie Brasco. Oh, <laughs> Harvey <laughs> Keitel's a bad motherfucker, too. I love Harvey Keitel. He's yeah, a Thing, actor he's actually like a real badass in real life too <laughs> oh, for real <laughs> yeah yeah he's he's actually from what i've heard he's a he's a pretty hard hard dude like he's a great actor but he's like i've heard he's a bad motherfucker for sure <laughs> i mean you you gotta you can't you can't not be a super awesome guy and play the and not when you play the wolf you know like right forget- exactly you gotta so, be a it takes a wolf to to uh, to play a wolf there we go hey I see what you did there. <laughs> nice <laughs> Yeah, no, no flat Scarface. words. Scarface is actually a remake. Have you seen the original? Like, okay, hard to keep the name straight. I just remember. Yep, Buscemi is Mr. Pink. Yeah, I see Buscemi. Right. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's the one out of the all where you're just like Mr. Pink. You're yeah, Mr. Pink, instantly right? recognize his name so much. He's like, it's a little too close to Mr. Pussy, you know. <laughs> well, Mr. <laughs> right. Brown's a little too close to Mr. Shit. <laughs> yeah, that's. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Oh, that's oh, a that's great. So- movie well and we have to marathon some movies when we get done doing this now <laughs> bro for real for real man i feel like whenever you me and jerry and finally meet in person we're gonna fuck shit up man it's gonna be fun <laughs> yeah it's, yeah, it's gonna be a great gotta time freaking, you gotta all meet and like party in vegas together or something like that yeah we actually had the he actually went to vegas and he's like dude you gotta come out here to vegas with me you gotta come out to vegas with me and i was like 
I can't. We're planning a trip to Disney come Christmas. So we're kind of saving up all my money for that. And I, my, and my fiance is like, you're not going to Vegas by yourself. And I was like, well, then if I go to Vegas, I got to bring her with me. And then it becomes a family thing. And then I yeah. won't be able to do anything that with Jerry and what that he wanted to do. So I was just like, you go do your thing, bro. I'm like, we'll, I like, we'll meet up eventually. And mm-hmm. yeah, exactly. We'll, we'll fuck shit up. So, yeah. <laughs> Well, maybe maybe you can, because uh, I mean, I'm going back down there in May for the next round of the Bud Tender Awards. So I mean, shit, maybe you can freaking try to swing that. I mean, it's a few months away, so maybe you can try to pull something. You know, find a sitter for the kiddo for a couple nights, and then freaking yep. you and your girl come out. We party it up, freaking do the thing. Snoop Dogg's performing this year. Oh yeah, Snoop Dogg's gonna be there this year. Oh, I have to go now. Yeah, well, technically it's DJ Snoopadelic, but yeah, it's Snoop Dogg. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he's going to be performing with uh, Travis Barker. Oh, that's going to be that's going to be insane. Mm-hmm. Uh, New Sopranos movie was okay, but it felt like an episode. It did, yes, yes, it did. It felt like a very, very long episode. <laughs> I, I heard some. Uh, I, I heard some bad things about the Many Saints of Newark, so I'm really, really nervous to watch it. If I'm being honest, right. like I haven't watched it yet. I'm, 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 I'm holding off for a little bit. It's the same reason I, I held off to watch The Rise of Skywalker. Oh, I haven't I haven't yet to see that too. Have you seen it? Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. Okay, you don't yeah. have to say anymore. <laughs> yeah. 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 I, I, I so, so. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so so. It's, yeah. It's, uh, yeah. It yeah, wasn't it wasn't good description, me. Tony. I mean, my my Star Wars is four, five, and six. You know, call me call me old fashioned, but that's that's what that flag represents to me is four, five, and six. <laughs> the Star know? Wars four, five, and six, like back when uh, like the, the, the new ones didn't exist, like the older ones. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, the ones in the seventies. Yeah, so technically, you know, A New Hope, Return of the Jedi, Empire Strikes Back. Yeah, or see, I, I always picture Return of the Jedi. Yeah, those in my mind, those are the first three. I'm just like the first three Star Wars, and everyone's like, yeah. "Oh, Episode One, Episode Two, and Episode Three. Yeah. No, <laughs> the first three. <laughs> first three, yeah. No, for sure, definitely. If you would have said the first three, I would still know what you're talking about because generally people are like Episode One, Episode Two, Episode Three. I usually just say four, five, and six, just because I don't know. That's the first thing that pops up in mind. But yeah, it's, those are the ones that I'm more into. I, I wasn't into the Rise of Skywalker and uh, uh, Many Saints of Newark. I feel like is kind of like a similar vibe, you know. Like I'm really nervous to watch it because I love The Sopranos so much. I love The Sopranos. I hated it when I hated the very last episode when it faded to black before he died. Like, why couldn't you just show it? Everyone wanted to see it, <laughs> huh? Can we get into that? Do you know Do you know why they did it that way? Have you ever done any research about it? No, if you know why, yes, oblige I do. us, please. Yes, I do. Yes, yes. And I was pissed off too, 100%, just like everyone else. I was like, what the fuck? Like, I was very, very mad about that. And so um, 7, 8, 9, better than 1, 2, 3 at least. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I, 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 yeah. <laughs> and, um, okay. Yeah. <laughs> And so, uh, 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 so the Sopranos, the final scene in there, the way you need to watch it is you have to look at the cinematography behind it. So you, if you pay attention, you can look at, it goes from like four different angles and it bounces in a specific order from these different angles. At first you see Tony sitting down and then you see the car outside. You see what Tony sees. 
and then you see like another aspect of like some sort of shot of the restaurant like you know and so you see all this bounces from these different shots and if you pay attention the it, in that sequence it's in that order and then it goes from uh it goes from outside to the restaurant to like looking at tony and then the next frame will be what tony sees mm-hmm. and that would be black because he got assassinated okay so they basically just use like so it'd be like if and they also foreshadowed it too because they uh whenever silvio was at that table with that guy and then he got his head blown off uh-huh. and then he's like sitting right there next to him he's like the craziest thing was is i didn't even hear it happen like you know he was like it just is like next thing i know he was gone i didn't even know what happened like and so um i think that was like foreshadowing and the uh the director or um the guy who created i can't remember what his name is but he was the one that came forward was like oh no there was a reason it was done this way and it was that dude at the bar that killed tony like the one oh. that ended up leaving and going to the bathroom because also they referenced that in one of the shows because they talk about that scene in the godfather wherever michael uh wherever michael corleone kills the cop and the other mob boss and then he goes to the bathroom and the gun's hidden in there right yeah if they either, yeah they didn't really make that pretty, no. that clear if they were trying to push that it they wasn't didn't. really clear at all it no they just, didn't at all and that's that's why he came forward and was like talking about it you can watch a really good youtube video about it like because i had to do i had i had to do some research. I was like, there had to have been a reason. There's no fucking way that it was just like, like what is the artistic reason for ending it this way? And I right. thought it had to do with the cinematography behind it. And it was like the next frame was it would it would go to black and then he would be killed. Yeah. Not, Not a, a fan, fan of Easter eggs. Yeah, see, like in Marvel movies, I do that. I, f- I find myself forgetting about the actual movie and just looking for Easter eggs inside the movie. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I, then the movie's over with, and I'm like, oh, oh, what the hell just happened? Yeah, right. Well, right I gotta go watch the movie again. <laughs> right? That's why I need to see those movies like multiple times through because at first I'll watch it to absorb it, mm-hmm. and then I'll then I'll go look for the Easter eggs because I'll be like, oh, and I'll, I'll maybe catch like ones here and there, but I'll I'll like you know try to find them every once in a while, but they can get a little tedious to look for for sure. <laughs> like one of my one of my favorite Easter eggs out of any comic book. Was that Strains for Mafia movies versus Star Wars? Larry, Larry OG, OG for the mob. Space Monkey for Star Wars. Ooh. Think of Fight Club. Yeah, I think Space Monkey could be Fight Club. It could be for Star Wars too because of the whole space thing. Uh, mm-hmm. Larry I OG for Mob. I would say Capulator Mac for Mob, maybe. For Mob? Hmm. Yeah. What about Luchi? <laughs> Luciano G. Ooh. <laughs> like 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 lucky Lu, uh, Luciano. Luciano. Luciano G. Luciano yeah. G. <laughs> yeah, or no just Luciano G. There we go. Yeah, I grew he's one like, I, uh, nice. That's yeah, what's up. nice. Yeah. On For people who don't know, uh Tony Two Tokes here on over on YouTube is a friend of mine over on YouTube, and he is a phenomenal grower. Go check out all his stuff over on uh, uh, 22 Tokes. 22 nice. Tokes. Yeah, go check out all his stuff. Like, he, there's shots where he gets on his roof and looks down at his the field of loveliness and this these big, tall, hefty, gargantuan plants. And I just, 
I don't know. I, it's a good thing. I think good thing I don't know where he lives. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in, freaking Tony Two Folks. Actually, you'll get a kick out of this when you're talking about Star Wars strains because uh, I did an episode with uh, Lotus, and uh, he was the you know the creator of the Lotus Genetics, mm-hmm. and we got to smoke a brand new strain on the podcast that was called Vader's Haze. Nice. Yeah, and it was a cross between uh, Death Star and Red Haze. And it was nice. like, it, it was before it got to hit the shelves and everything. And it was, it got us ripped. It got us super lit. And it That's, was so, we got to go there to the farm and do the episode there and shit. Yeah, it was a blast. Uh, that's a, a, a hybrid. Am I correct? What's that? The hybrid. Is that a hybrid mix? Is it, am I correct? Yeah. 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 yeah it's, it's a, yeah, it's a, it's a hybrid for sure. It was, it was, uh, I think it's uh sativa dominant, I think. Okay. Because of the, yeah, I think so. But uh, it was chronic. It was really good. It was really good. We got super lit. And it was it was just a lot of fun because we did the first part in the uh, barn. And then we did the second part of the podcast in the grow room. And so, like, we got to go, like, outside and set it up and everything. Yeah. Death Star is really good. Yes, Definitely. Yes, it is. Yeah. It was, it was a lot of fucking fun. Going to those grow offs are a lot of fun. And um, I don't know if Tony Tutos does this, but I love the drone shots. Like, when you get, like, a good drone shot of the mm-hmm. field. Like it just goes up and expands. You're like, oh shit! Like I love those. <laughs> <laughs> those are so cool. It's just amazing, amazing. Like I, I will uh, hopefully one day get him to come on the show and show us some some good stuff. But come on, Tony, hey, come hey, on, who's talking smoking? It's fun. Dan he doesn't like gentle, interviews. He does. He's told me he doesn't like interviews, and I respect that. So I would just, I would, if he wants to come and keep joining in the comments, I'll be more than happy to do that. So I can understand that. I can respect that, Tony. I got you. We can yeah. just go get the papers. Get the papers. Get the papers. <laughs> get the papers. That's right. That's right. And that, and that being said, everyone, uh, we are running out a little bit out of time here. Uh, okay. I do want to thank Joe for coming on. Thanks for having me, a dude. Bit of time with my boy. What's that? Not a problem. Uh, thanks you. Thank you for coming on and spend a little time with your boy here. Yes. Uh, anytime, bro. Anytime. And I'm going to have you on Hippie Speedball really, really soon. We're going to chat about this after we're done. That's right. It's about <laughs> damn time. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I need to start guest starring more. Like I have everybody going, hey, do you want to be on my podcast? Hey, do you want to be on my podcast? But with now going back to work, COVID being over with, with the four-year-old, and now I have three, four shows now. So mm-hmm. it's a little hectic. So it's time. Yeah. It's kind of hard to find time to do guest spots. But I guess I just have to make some time to do so. But I had I had a really good idea for uh, for like uh, podcasters. Uh, we can we can chat about it after we get off. But yeah, I wanted to share something with you about that sort of thing. Oh, nice, nice. Okay, cool. But yeah, thank you again, Joe. If you want to take a minute or two to tell these people how to find you, where to find you, and all that good stuff, go ahead and do so. Yeah, definitely. Uh, so you can find me anywhere that you get podcasts, you know, Hippie Speedball Podcast, H-I-P-P-Y Speedball, one word, podcast. And you can also find me on Instagram at Hippie Speedball Podcast and also on YouTube, uh, Hippie Speedball Podcast. So pretty much uh, on all platforms, if you Google it, you'll find me. <laughs> Just Google my name. That's why I tell people. Just Google yeah. me. <laughs> well, don't Google, don't Google Joe or Joe, whatever, whatever direction it's at. <laughs> don't Google that. Google Hippie Speedball Podcast. Yeah, yeah. but H I P P Y. But yeah, dude, thank you so much for having me, bro. This was a blast. I always enjoy talking to you, man. I always have a fucking blast anytime we're talking. And uh, yeah, we're gonna get you on Hippie Speedball soon. And thank you, Oops, caught me smoking world for letting me come on and share my stories with y'all like awesome awesome we'll get you backstage real quick i got some uh, some announcements to make but other than that we'll get them we'll get them back but anyways guys 
Thank you for tuning in, watching, tuning in live if you are watching live. If you're not watching live, if, thank you for clicking that play button. And we go, oh, ha, 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 okay, we got another comic coming in, ha, ha, ha. Thank you, Tony. But uh, yeah, this this Monday, our very first episode of the OMG Movie Cast, uh, another movie podcast. Yes, I am on another movie podcast. And we will be reviewing The Harder They Fall. Joe will be there, too. It'll be great. Um, be sure to check us out on Thursdays. At a new time, 1 p.m. Eastern time in the afternoon at with Bet That with Dana Jarian, the best sports talk show on, on a best sports podcast talk show. I don't know how to describe it, but it's cool. Just come check it out. We talk about a lot about sports and we give us a we give you your weekly picks of the NFL too. So not too bad about that. And then of course, check me out on the real boys every Monday night at eight o'clock. And there we go. Search me. You're searching the web. Oops, call me smoky store.com. Go get yourself a t shirt, a hoodie. T shirts are $15.99. Hoodies go up to 30, 35 bucks, I believe. And backpacks are new and they are $47 out the door. So go ahead and oops, call me smoky store.com. Check that out. And for all you CBD users, I did this before the show, but I'm going to do it after the show too. We had just partnered with. Chill Frog CBD. So go to chillfrogcbd.com. Use promo code OOPS30 in all caps, and you will get 30% off of your order, courtesy of your boy here. And one more time, one more again. On Wednesday, November 17th at 10 p.m. Eastern Time, I will be guest starring on Live in the Smoke Break with Sonic Boone. And that is it. I think I've cut all my promos. I think I am done. So that being said, I love you guys. Stay up. Peace. Scene one, Apple, take one. Smoking, oh, she got me smoking. It's a motherfucking party.